Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for coming to the Transformed Maternity and Birth Podcast. This episode is going to be about protecting your peace. It's going to be about protecting your space and your energy so that as you're preparing for birth, it's going to flow easier. It's going to help you to release other people's energies, other people's fears and expectations, and really tap into your internal wisdom, your internal like guiding system, right? So the first thing is to know that people are going to share stories with you. We can't really prevent that sometimes. If you can kind of go into a space, say like your baby shower, and you can anticipate, right? Like grandmas, aunts, not probably not uncles, but aunts and grandmas and friends, aunts and sisters and other, you know, whoever's going to be there. Although they mean well, they want to share their birth story with everybody that's listening, especially you, because this is a space where they can, they can open up and they can share. But most of the time, because people like drama, right? Let's be honest. People like drama, dramatic stories. They're not stories that are based on triumph and empowerment and how they did this and that, like, right. Like we're not good about, I mean, some people are fabulous about talking how great about how great they are, but most of us are more like, oh my gosh, like this happened to me. And it's not necessarily about like, how do I want to say this? It's not that they want to scare you. It's, it could be a few things, right? Like, yes, they want to share their story with everybody because not a lot of places really are going, or a lot of people are going to be like, please, can I tell tell you about my birth, right? This is a good place to like share birth stories, right? Because everybody's like in the baby mindset. However, what did I want to say? My, my gosh, my brain's getting all frazzled. So I want you to recognize that although they mean well, their stories can impact the way that you prepare for your birth, the way that you subconsciously go into your experience. Okay. So if somebody like, right. So like a baby shower, you can anticipate that people are going to share stories. So something that I would recommend doing is either whoever is sending out the invites, you can say on the invitation, right? Like we are trying our best to stay in a positive mindset and would really appreciate not hearing negative or fearful stories surrounding birth. We would prefer to stay in a positive and empowerment mindset, right? So that's a way that you can do that when you know you're going into a space that perhaps may bring up some stories, right? Now, say you're like getting your nails done or you're getting your hair done. This happened the other day to me. Um, I'm not pregnant, right? But my client is pregnant. And so people came into the hair salon we're getting their hair done next to us. And she was sharing about how scary birth is and how terrified she is about this and that. And, and I was like, she's like, people come in here all the time and tell me all about their horror birth stories. And I'm like, they do. And she's like, yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, like how unfortunate and how hard is that? Right. You're in a place of business. You're trying to be a professional and they're not even your client, but they're next to you. And you can hear this story. Like you would love to be able to like, Hey, can you please just not? So when you're in a scenario like that, how can you 
protect your peace? How can you protect your energy? I love the, not the analogy, but the visual of a bubble, a protective bubble around you that's impenetrable. Like you cannot break this bubble. You cannot come in this bubble. Your energy just bounces right off this bubble because I know inside of me that I know what I know and I trust myself enough that I'm not going to let your scary stories, your fears penetrate me and affect the way that I prepare for my story. Right. Um, a lot of the time I hear, um, mothers and aunts that do mean well, because they're like, I just want you to be safe. I just want you to be like smart about this. And I'm, I'm just worried for you. I just hope that you're really thinking about this, right? Like if you're saying like, I want a home birth, right? This is where I hear it come up the most is when somebody wants a home birth, because so many people are like, what you're freaking crazy. Why would you give birth at home when you have a hospital that has all the equipment and blah, blah, blah. Right. Oh, you, what, something that I got was like, you're having a home birth. You know that you can't like get an epidural, right? Like, yes. Thank you, Susie. Like, I know that I can't get an epidural, right? So there's like these little things that come up. And so when you are prepared that stories like this come up, or if they do that, you're like, um, how do I want to observe the, absorb this? How do I want to, um, take on this conversation? So yeah, protecting your space that can look like physically removing yourself from like the room. If people are just like going off on, like they're just all going around sharing stories. And you're just like, these stories are not empowering. These stories are scary and fearful based. And I just don't want to be around it. Walk or walk away. Like, right. Like if it's too much to be like, can you guys please stop? This is really affecting my energy. This is really affecting me, um, the way that I'm preparing. Cause a lot of us, it's hard to say that it's hard to be like, can you just stop? (laughs) Can you please stop? You know? And if you're a person that is like, I don't freaking care. I will tell people to shut up, right? Like then do it. But if you're not that person, either protect your space with a impenetrable bubble visualization, right? Your energy, your aura protect yourself with that or walk away into another room for a minute, or just tell somebody like, if your partner's with you, give them the look or send them a text right, right next to you and be like, can you please like help me? Because these people are sharing stories and these stories are, I can feel them affecting me right now. Like I can feel my body becoming more anxious, more irritable. I can feel just more heaviness in my body. And I really don't know what to do. I need some help. Okay. So that could be somewhere where your husband or your partner is protecting your peace too. When that happens, it's also creating trust and, um, reassurance in inside of you for them. Right. And so in your birth, you already feeling safe with them because you know that they're protecting your space. That can look like your best friends having conversations with your mother. Um, I've had clients where like their family are like NICU nurses and RNs and labor and delivery. And so they see hundreds of births and hundreds of babies come in. And of course, the ones that are scary and that end in, you know, death or the babies have a really hard time that is the stories that stand out to them. And so of course those stories are going to affect the way that they believe in birth, right? 
Um, and so, yes, they mean well, but do they know all the things that you know, right? Have they been doing the research like you? Are they inside of your body? Do they know the choices you're making and why you're making them? And again, they're surrounded by hospital births. And so when you're in that system, you are drinking the Kool-Aid to like, for lack of a better word, like you're drinking the Kool-Aid that hospital birth is where it's at. Like hospital birth is safer instead of looking at alternatives and what truly birth is, is birth a medical event where you're the patient you need to be taken care of. Your body is sick. Your baby needs help. Like you your body doesn't know what the freak it's doing. You need somebody to take your baby out for you because sorry, honey, like birth is so weird and birth is unnatural and birth is a medical event and you need to have somebody take care of this for you. Okay. Like you are unable to do this. Like, or mama, you are powerful. Your body is made to do this. You have been on this, like, birth journey, preparing and strengthening your mind and your body to do this hard, important work. How did everybody get on this planet through a vagina or through a uterus? Okay. Like everybody's been inside of a uterus of a woman and is given birth. Um, whether that be through cesarean or through a vagina. Okay. Like it birth happens, birth happens every freaking minute. We're having like 80 million people a year be born or probably more by now, right? So why is it this medical event? It's not, okay? And so when we surround ourselves with stories and gosh, with stories and just like people and energy that are just negative and scary and they just want to just, they want to protect you, you know, quotes in quote, unquote, they want to protect you, but really what is the protection look like? Is it, um, excuse me, is the protection more of like, I'm protecting you from what, what are they protecting you from? Is it, what's it from? What are they protecting you from? Hmm. Makes you think, you know, like, because You know, this generation that we're in right now is so more aware, right, of our thoughts, of our actions, of the way our energy affects different things. Our parents and grandparents, their energies, they're not aware of them, right? Like, like for instance, like my mother, like she's learning all these things from me and she's just like, I wish I knew all this stuff. Like, I wish that I could have been able to speak up for myself. I, I wish I knew what a doula was and how to doula. I wish I would have had a midwife, like all these things that happen. Right. And so like, they probably have unresolved trauma. They probably don't get to share their birth stories. Maybe they never have before. Right. And so when we hear like, like maybe they were in the hospital, right. And they had this really traumatic birth and, you know, everybody was like, hush, we don't, you know, like it's over now you're healthy. Your baby's healthy. Don't worry about it. Like let's, we don't need to bring up, you know, that, and we don't need to talk about that. Everything's fine. Right. Even within ourselves, we're like, I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. At least I'm okay. At least my baby's okay. Like it's over and I don't have to worry about it. Right. 
But where is that energy being stored in your body? It's being stored everywhere. So that can manifest as so many different things, right? But the, the, the problem I have with that is that the fear, the trauma that they have comes out when they're sharing stories as fear. And it, it penetrates us, right? When we are so vulnerable and pregnant and absorbing all of this knowledge, somebody comes to us to share their experience and it's coming from a place of trauma. That's a, that's something to know. Right. And so instead of saying like, please don't share your story with me, like, right. You can be like, actually, like, that sounds like a really scary story. And I'm trying really hard not to like absorb um, fearful stories. I am open to learning, right? I am open to learning how different scenarios happen. So I can try to avoid that. However, when it's coming from you're crazy, you're doing something dangerous. Home birth is so dangerous. Why are you even doing that? Please, you know, think of your child. You're being so selfish when it comes from a place of judgment and ridiculed and just like nasty energy. That's the energy I'm talking about. That's the energy that I want you to just be like, put a lid on it, Susan. I just not here for it. I am not here for it. So there's a space, right? You can be open to receiving like guidance, right? So like, Hey, I had a cesarean and I had it, but I also had an induction and my body was not ready. And so I really just think that that's probably could have been why I didn't, you know, know enough. And then I had a C-section because my body didn't dilate fast enough. And the provider was like, well, your body's not dilating fast enough. I'm going to call this a failure to progress. And then I had a C-section. That's an opportunity for learning. So with that scenario, you can say, oh, dang, well, her body wasn't ready. She had an induction, got pit because her body wasn't dilating, still didn't work. Baby went into, into, sorry, into distress because the heart rate was going, you know, the heart rate was going down. So the baby was going into distress. So you can kind of see a pattern there, right? Induction before baby was ready, before mommy's body was ready, got Pitocin. And then baby was having a hard time because Pitocin is really strong. It's contracting really strong and there's not a ton of breaks and the baby's not handling it well. So instead of turning off Pitocin or turning it down or saying like, Hey, like let's put a stop on this for a minute. Let's put a pause and just kind of see what happens or change rotation or change positions or whatever. We automatically go to C-section. It's called the cascade of interventions. It's, it's a scenario that happens all the time. I've heard this story like from many, many, many people. So that's a story that you can learn from, right? So you're like, okay, so maybe when my provider suggests an induction, I can ask questions, right? I can ask how ready is my body? Is my cervix dilating? Is it softening? Is it in a posterior or sorry, is it coming forward? Is it in a forward position? Is my baby descending? Is my baby still high floating in my pelvis or is my baby starting to drop and engage? Like, is my body showing signs that it's actually ready for labor to begin? And is my baby in an actually in an ideal position? Because if my baby's in a posterior position and you go ahead and give me Pitocin and start inducing me, 
my labor is probably going to take a long time. I'm going to probably have some back pain. It's going to be really long and it's going to suck first. (laughs) Like it's just going to suck. So right? So like you can ask those questions, like what's happening in my body. So maybe my body's not ready for an induction, right? If all those things are happening, but if your baby, obviously, right. For health reasons and for your reason, you know, if you and baby aren't healthy enough, like if it's healthier, if it's going to be healthier on the outside than the inside for your baby, then that's a sign that, you know, induction probably is the right answer. However, there's different ways to go about it. So I encourage you to ask questions. This is going off on a side tangent about inductions because it's so prevalent. However, we're talking today about peace, protecting your peace. So those are stories that you can learn from. Okay. So now I just want you to be aware of that. Okay. So I'll share a couple of stories with you. So when I was pregnant with Freya, my last baby, I was preparing for birth. I've chosen a home birth. I've chosen a home birth long before I was pregnant, probably like when I became a doula, you know, five years ago, I was like, my next baby's going to be at home. It's going to be like amazing. My husband took a long time to come around to the home birth, but he finally was like coming to terms with it which I'm very grateful for because it was amazing. Um, However, when I was preparing for it, right, this is like during 2020 and, you know, and I was just checking with my insurance to see if perhaps they would cover a home birth because different home births were, or sorry, insurance companies were starting to do partial coverage or some whole coverage because um, a lot of moms are not wanting to go into the hospital. So they're choosing home birth, right? So I called her and was like, this was the agent. I don't even know her name. Whoever answered the phone, I'm going to say, Tammy. Okay. So Tammy answers the phone and I'm like, so I'm having a home birth and I'm trying to check for coverage to see what is covered and if it is or not, or what, what does that look like? And instead of getting like, oh, that's so exciting. Congratulations. You're pregnant. I'm so happy for you. This is going to be such a great journey for you. Instead of support and like, excitement. Um, I got, I got scolded basically. Like I got in trouble. She was like, that is really irresponsible. I have heard a lot of stories where the baby kind of, you know, the baby dies or the mom dies, which side note, like you're going to have to dig really deep to find any stories like that because it's very, very rare. However, birth is unpredictable, right? However, she's telling me all this stuff. And I'm just like, on the other line, just like rolling my eyes, just kind of like, oh my God, like I have not had anybody tell me horror stories yet. And so, or tell me how irresponsible I was, um, probably because they know who I am and they know I'm a doula and a birth worker. So they're like, oh, she's educated. She understands like she's fine. Like my family and friends are very supportive, but she didn't know me, right. She didn't know me at all. And so she's sitting here just like scolding me and telling me how selfish I was. And I, so I told her, I was like, well, thanks for your concern, but I am fine. Like I feel super confident in my choice. I've been a birth worker for a long time. I've seen lots of home births and I feel really good about my decision. And then I just let the conversation go away and I hung up the phone. So sometimes you get people like that where you just can't control 
you could just cannot control their mouth because right it's free country they get to say what they want right freedom of speech whatever but it is my choice to absorb their message or to leave it alone and i chose to leave it alone i chose to see that she probably had some unresolved trauma whether that be with her grandchild her daughter or herself or someone else or her mother right or maybe someone she has no idea who the heck they are right she has some unresolved trauma she has had been fed the fear soup and she drank it all up before she even were was checking the ingredients right she'd even check in to see like oh what did happen what did that look like you know maybe it wasn't even a home birth that she you know was um was like talking about maybe she's just seen a lot of scary things at hospitals who knows right like she just has some fear and instead of like letting it just be about her you know just like keeping that to herself she shared that with me that was her choice so instead of checking the ingredients on her stories she absorbed them and was like this is the facts and i'm going to share it with this woman and so she maybe she was trying to protect me maybe she was trying to keep me safe or my baby safe or i don't know however it wasn't my choice to it was my choice to let that that story go and recognize that that was her fear and it i wasn't going to let it penetrate my bubble okay so, um, yeah, so I just want to let you know that, right? Like people are going to just share their stories with you, whether you like it or not. Sometimes when, even if we're like, can you just not, please, I'm just not in a space to hear any birth stories right now. Simple as that. And if they're like, well, I really think you should hear this story because it's really important or I don't freaking know, you know, some people are just so weird and they don't listen to social cues. So different ways that you could protect your space, right? Like I've talked about already, right? Physical, physically removing yourself. You could vocalize your boundaries. I'm not in a space to hear this story right now. Can you save it for another day or maybe till after I have my baby? I would love to hear your story, but I'm going to wait till after I hear my baby to hear it. Is that like, that's, that's kind of like what I'm feeling right now. Um, or you can imagine an impenetrable bubble around you that's keeping you safe right so another example is a client of mine was surrounded by friends and family that told her oh my gosh like my body never dilated my body just kept like contracting and nothing was happening or like um I stayed pregnant forever and then I had to be induced like my doctor was like you have to be induced like your body just isn't doing any work on its own it cannot dilate like all these things, right? All these scary stories of like how us as, you know, women and, and birthers, our bodies are broken. Our bodies don't know what the heck they're doing. And so this whole time in her pregnancy, she was fed these stories and she shared them with me. And so we tried to work through them, but I don't know. <coughs> sorry. I don't know if subconsciously she was absorbing these, right. And not letting them process through, whether that be like journaling, body movement, um, vocalizing them and speaking them out loud. I don't know, but they still penetrated her and she still was being affected by these stories. And not only that, when she would go into her visits with her provider, her provider would say the same crap. Her provider would say, okay, well, when do you want to schedule your induction? Not even like, 
hey, so our policy is at by 42 weeks that we schedule an induction in case you don't go into labor by then, just because, you know, um, you know, here are the risks of going past 42 weeks and all these things, right? Instead of giving her like the reasonings and, and these things, it's just like, so when do you want to schedule your induction? It's this automatic thing. And it really frustrates me because the more that this is fed to women, that induction is the way labor begins, the more disconnected we are from our bodies, the more disconnected we are from the natural rhythm of birth. And it frustrates the shit out of me because that's not true. Like your body got pregnant, right? Your body is growing this baby, right? Is a doctor like, yes, there's IVF and all those things, right? Like, and I'm so grateful for medication and, and for help. It's so helpful when, you know, I love it. It's such a, a beautiful gift, right? That we can do that in this, in this world right now. However, like when it comes to different things, like we are told, like, we don't know what we're talking about and it's further disconnecting us from our body. So that's something to also consider is that when you're approaching your labor and your birth, and if some people are like, Oh, when's your induction date? Are you getting induced? Oh, I had to get induced. My body didn't know how to dilate, or I had to get induced because my body just wouldn't go into labor. Well, when my question would be, how far along were you when you got in your induction? 39 weeks, 40 weeks, and why, right? Is it because your baby needed help getting out because it helped, you know, it was better. The health was declining, right? Like the, it was not showing good signs of like heart rhythms and I don't know, fluid levels, all the things, right? Or was it because you were just done being pregnant? Like I totally get it at the end of pregnancy, you're done and you want to be done. You want this baby out. But really, is that going to be the best choice for you, right? Sometimes it is, and sometimes it's not. So what's the reasoning behind it? So I just want you to feel that this is okay, right? If you are going against the norm, if you are pushing back, if you are not wanting to hear stories, protecting your peace is not if it makes somebody angry, if it makes somebody uncomfortable that you're like, please don't share that story with me. I'm just not going to hear stories right now. If it makes them uncomfortable, that's because it's about them. They're making it about them. It's has nothing to do with you. And so recognizing that and being okay with it, I know it's hard. And so finding those people that are supportive, that do understand what you're doing and why you're doing it, Maybe it's a doula, maybe it's a best friend, maybe it is your mom, your aunt, or maybe it's a group that you found on Facebook. <laughs> I want you to find those people that will protect your energy. Okay. And lean on them. When you have somebody come up to you and share a scary story, lean on your group, lean on your team, lean on your doula. Be like, okay, I'm really, I know, like, I don't want an answer. I don't need anything. I just want to process this out loud because it's really bugging me and let the story just flow. Because sometimes when we just let it out, it leaves our body. When we give it a chance to speak and to be gone and and to be here for a minute, then it can be gone. Then it can leave. Okay. So I'm curious to know, like, how do you protect your peace, right? Like, how are you doing it already? And what are things that you can maybe implement that you haven't thought of? 
um, maybe you have been pregnant before and this has happened to you before and you were able to stand up for yourself or maybe you weren't and it affected you. Um, I would love to hear it. Go ahead and email me at tmabirth at gmail.com. And I would love to hear your story. Um, And perhaps if you would like to come on the podcast and maybe just share your story, I would love to have that. Well, I'm going to let you go. I am so appreciative of you being here and listening. I hope my rambling wasn't too hard to follow because that's just kind of how I go. I don't have scripts and I just free flow what comes through. So, um, if you have any questions, please email me at tmabirth at gmail.com. And yeah, if you want to share your birth story, please email me, let me know. And you can, we'll go from there. Also, if you are pregnant and you're local to Utah County, or even just Salt Lake, if you want to travel to Provo, um, my next birth class is going to be the last two weeks of September, first two weeks of October. It's going to be four Saturdays in a row. And I have two spots left and I would love to have you there. Also, I have some stuff coming up that I'm super excited about. You can go to my website and check those offerings out. It's a workbook that I give all my clients and I've made it um, available to everybody through ebook. And I have a meditation there for movement meditation. That's really good about it, tapping into your body, your body's natural wisdom. And it's really good, especially if you feel disconnected, if you're pregnant and you feel disconnected from your body. This will be super helpful for you. I'm so excited. It's only $7. So jump on it, go listen and move your body and tap into that wisdom and journal about it. I would love to hear about your experience with it. So anyway, thank you again for being here. I am so happy to talk to you and I will talk to you again on another episode. Talk to you later.